Aaron, top of the circle, steps back. Long three for the win. Got it! With 2.3 to play. Rebounded by Harker. And he's injured. Happened in March. Harker is going to the final four. He's going to heave one deep down the field. It's going to be to the goal line. It's going to be caught. It's a touchdown. And the Gators have won the game. Tyreek Cleveland. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time sphere you are listening to us in. Welcome back to a long-awaited episode of Outside the Huddle. I'm Shay Brenneman, alongside Ryan McCormick. I had no idea what we're talking about, honestly. I just turned 26 yesterday, and like, I feel like a brand new old person. Grandma Shay back in the business. Um, Shay, I know you have a birthday shout-out today. Um do you want to give it right now? Yeah, I would like to give a birthday shout out to Johnny Cash and also Sam Woolard, who's one of the people on No Huddle Sports. Um, both, both equally great, equally probably well known around the world. So One wears black and the other one does not. I learned that this morning. There you go. Um, big birthday week here. Um, yeah, we'll talk a little SEC, considering that's what the podcast is about. A couple different sports we're going to touch on. Um, it's that weird time of the year where baseball is just kind of getting started, football just ended, and basketball is in full swing. So we kind of have the ability to touch on all three of them. Uh, maybe some other things here and there if we feel like it, but we'll just go with it. Also, if you are listening to this and you live in the great state of Kentucky, Hit us up on Twitter. We're going to be in Lexington this weekend. Depending on ticket prices, we will be at the Kentucky-Auburn game, but we will definitely be at the bars, if not watching the game, and taking some John Wall shots, which we discovered last year. And if you've never been to Lexington and you ever go, order some John Wall shots. They're pretty but fantastic. Be very careful. Drive responsibly. If you're 21 and older. If you're 21 and older. And make sure you drive responsibly. But if you're in Lexington, hit us up. Tell us some places to go. Um, we've been there before, but we're always open to hear some new things. And if you feel comfortable and want to buy some basketball tickets, feel free to um, slide in our DMs, and we'll gladly uh, accept some free tickets to the game. Especially um, just remember that I'm a teacher and I am poor. Yeah, and I just uh, I, I went to IKEA last weekend and like blew my entire tax return, so. Um, I'm not about to drop like $200 on some nosebleed seats. Um, with that, Shay, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, we'll save the basketball for the end. Uh, that's the main thing we'll be talking about here. Uh, we've got some NFL combine action here. We've got some college baseball, um, some football as well. Let's start with the baseball, Shay. We were just talking about this before yeah. the show started. Um, just about two weeks into the season now, so it's still early on. We really um, don't have a good grasp for, of a lot of these teams. And, you know, with baseball, um, unlike, you know, say football, it's kind of hard to judge teams, you know, by losses because they just happen. Um, you know, you're going to lose games in baseball. Um, looking at the SEC, it's once again going to be probably the best conference in college baseball, um, which it's slowly been taking over, um, you know, the past decade or so. Um, with the dominance of, you know, Florida, Vandy, LSU, I think all have national championships in the past 10 years, um, as well as a handful of other teams. But currently, as of today, the SEC has 10 teams in the top 25, which 
is amazing. I know we usually brag about football and, you know, typically you'll have seven or eight teams in the top 25 for football, um, which we think is amazing for that. But we have 10, which do the math is almost every single SEC team. Um, we'll go through the list real quick and then we'll uh, talk a little bit about it. So the 10th place team in the SEC, 24th overall in the nation, Tennessee. Um, they're currently seven and zero right now. Honestly, don't know anything about who they played yet. Haven't really looked into that. Uh, but they're 24th. Um, next up on the list is Auburn. They're five and three. Um, were, they were number eight last week. So I'm assuming a couple of those three losses came this past week uh, to drop them down to 20. Um, who have they played so far, Shay? Do you know? I know that they lost to Central Florida. Okay. Who is currently uh, ranked ahead of them? That's so. another transitive. That's just another transitive national championship for them. Yeah, you see, yeah. Uh, 2020 baseball national champions. Congratulations. They're 19th, so they jumped you by one. Um, at 18 is Texas A&M. They're number, or yeah, number 18. They're eight no overall. Um, once again, that's the eighth place team in the SEC. Is number 20 overall. Um, ahead of them is Ole Miss. They're six and one, number 15 overall. LSU is ahead of them. They are five, uh, five and three overall, number 11 in the nation. Mississippi State sitting at number eight, five and one overall. Arkansas number six, seven and zero overall. One of the few undefeated teams left in the nation. Um, Georgia seven and one, sitting at number four overall. Vanderbilt at number two, six and two overall. And Florida uh, atop number one in the nation at eight and zero. Just coming off a sweep in Miami who was number one last week. Um, two of those three games went into extras, and Florida was able to knock off the uh, previously number one unbeaten Miami Hurricanes for the sweep, and they're currently at number one. Um, so, Shay, I know, like we said, it's early. I'm not sure if you've really watched any games this year, um, but just your thoughts on having 10 teams in the top 25 right now for the SEC. Um, I mean, I think that's great. I'm glad that it's in baseball and not basketball. Yeah. Just given like where we are right now in the seasons, it's the end of February. Um, I'm already freaking out about basketball, but I think it's good. Yeah. With baseball, like it's still basketball season. Like I can't get jazzed about baseball yet. Like I've got I'm not in the mindset. It's cold. Like I dated a pitcher in high school and I'd go to his games. I would freeze my ass off in mm. February. Like have to be under like heated blankets. My mom would bring like fried chicken and like any hot hot to like put me up. And I, oh, it's just hard to get into baseball this early, but I think it's awesome. Yeah, it, it'll be fun to watch. We'll try to do a little more coverage on it this year. Um, I've noticed that at least within SEC country, and I think it's you know partially due to the success of the teams. Um, it seems like college baseball is growing in popularity, um, yeah. both you know via Twitter and watching games as well as in person. I see some of these crowds you have at the games. Um, you know, I watched the Florida Miami series this weekend, and every single game was sold out there. I'm not sure how big the stadium is um uh, but it's you know something that i you really didn't see in the past were sold out college baseball games i know um you know a lot of money going into these facilities for the college baseball teams now a lot of you know attention for them as well um which is great for the conference um you know we'll have to look up the the national championships over the past decade um like i said i know florida vandy and lsu have all won um recently we'll have to see uh, if anybody else did I'm not sure if you know off the top of your head, Shay, but I definitely know within the College World Series, there's been a handful of teams 
from the SEC. Um, so we'll keep you up to date there. We'll try to get some guests on who know college baseball a little bit better than us because, um, at least speaking for myself, I kind of just passively follow along and, you know, towards the playoffs, that's when I start to pick it up. Uh, but we'll, we definitely have some friends who know a little bit better and we'll get them on uh, as basketball wraps up here. Um, next up, Jay, uh, let's talk a little football. Um, first with the the college or the uh, NFL Combine here, the oh big God, news. Joe Burrow's hands. Yeah, the big news, obviously, that everybody wants to talk about this week is the size of Joe Burrow's hands. Um, Nine-inch hands, Jay, can you believe that? Wow. What? Wow. What a wuss. That's amazing. Um, Jake Fromm came in, I think, nine or eight and seven eighths. So he's like an eighth of an inch shorter um, with his hands, which ultimately that's why LSU beat Georgia um, because of the quarterback hand size. Um, even though I think two, I had like 10 inch hands. Uh, but that's, I don't know. I guess that just shows you like how little there is going on at the combine so far. I know it's kind of just getting started. I think drills officially start tomorrow on Thursday. Um, so we'll, you know, pick back up next week and kind of see how, how players are doing. I know the SEC, um, let me pull it up. I screenshotted it. Um, 93 invitees from the SEC. Next highest was 57 from the big 10. Um, so almost twice as much as every other conference, uh, pac 12 had 47 ACC 35, um, which probably of those 35, like 30 of them are Clemson players and then uh, big 12, 29, and then a couple more from some of the smaller conferences. Um, so once again, the SEC dominating the combine, they're probably going to dominate the draft. Um, you know, Joe Burrow expected to be number one, two was going to be up there. Jerry Judy's going to be up there. Um, you know, probably, yeah, a couple other guys from the SEC. We'll see who, you know, performs well in the combine. Um, you know, I know Georgia's got a couple of potential first-time picks as well as Auburn and Florida. I'm sure LSU will get a couple more. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into that a little bit more towards April um, once the draft is around the corner there. Uh, Shay, switching topics here. Um, we're going to stick on football. Um, last week on Twitter, uh, we asked on our page for some of the hottest takes for the upcoming football season. Um, kind of slow right now. I know recruiting just wrapped up, so not a whole lot of college football we can talk about. Uh, but I'm going to read you some of these takes. Um, let's see what your thoughts are. Um, so we're going to give you a scale here, Shay. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, yes, this is going to happen, and 1 being, there's no way in hell this is going to happen. Can I, I want you to. Can I comment if I think the person's on drugs? Yes. Yeah, you can say um, anything you want. Um, so let's go ahead and take a Yay. look at those. Uh, okay. Let me pull this up real quick. Okay, so the first one here, I'm not sure who they're a fan of. Let me see if I can see. doesn't say. They are a cow- uh, Gators. Okay, Cowboys, Gators, Braves, Blackhawks, Lakers. I'm just reading their bio. Um, so it says, Florida beats Georgia, but loses to Tennessee. Um, so 10 being, yes, this is going to happen. One being, no way in hell. Where would you give that take? Oh, oh my God. Uh, I, w- I would give it a two. Does okay. Tennessee even know who their quarterback's going to be? Um, I think. I mean, Garantano looks like he's going to be the guy, at least going into summer camp. Oh my gosh. Um, but who knows? You know, a lot can happen, but, um, so you give it a two, so... Not really. Is it more on the Tennessee side or more on the the Georgia side there? I mean, it's more the Tennessee side. I okay. I think Georgia's definitely beatable, but I don't think that Tennessee is going to beat Florida. Okay, that's fair. Um, let's go to the next one. Kentucky will win the SEC East. 
I think that person might be huffing paint. Okay. What number would you give them? That's more likely than Tennessee beating Florida. Um, but it's still not likely. I would give them a four. Okay. Um, along the same lines, uh, South Carolina wins the SEC. That's a one. Okay. You can go below one if you want, if you that's really want. Negative, that's a negative 12. Okay. That's fair. Um, this one says Arkansas doesn't win a game in the SEC. Hmm. I don't even know who their new coach. Oh wait, yeah, it's that guy. That's that's Sam Pittman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would. Uh, I could see that. I would give that a seven. Okay. There's some so you, strong possibilities with that one. So you say there's a good chance they don't win a game in the SEC. Yes. That's fair. Um, next one here. Um, Tennessee wins the SEC East. That's a negative twelve as well. Okay. Um, here's one you may like. This one says Bo Nix is unanimous SEC Offensive Player of the Year, and he'll be invited in New York for the Heisman presentation. What? No. You don't think so? No. I mean, as a sophomore, like, that's it's all well and good, but I think he's got a little more to learn. Okay. So what, uh, what number would you give him? A one. Okay. Uh, back to Arkansas here. Uh, this one says Arkansas will become bowl eligible. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to read you their non-conference schedule because I was looking at this. I think there's a chance. Yeah. Uh, they had a very that. tough schedule last year. Um, let me look it up real quick. So they have obviously the SEC West. Um, they've got uh, – so they open up – let me find it. Here we go. So they open up with Nevada at home. They go to Notre Dame at Mississippi, um, A&M in uh, Dallas for the neutral side game. Alabama at home, LSU at home, Tennessee at home, at Auburn, Ole Miss at home, uh, Louisiana Monroe at home, and then at Missouri. Um, do you see six wins in that group? Um, I think it's possible. Okay. I think they've got an uphill battle still just because of the state of the program. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's possible. I'd give that a five. I'd say okay. that's the most middle ground thing I've heard. Okay. Um, here's a good one for you. Uh, this one says Gus Malzahn's offense is suddenly unpredictable. God, I wish. But I don't know. He's got, I think that this recruiting class was the most complete one he's had. Um, in his time at Auburn, so it could be likely. I mean, okay. maybe he'll have new weapons that make it unpredictable. Maybe Chad Morris brings an element of surprise. Yeah, you yeah, never I'd, know. I'd give that a seven. That's pretty okay. likely. Um, here we go. A&M is going to go 10-2, and two, but one of their losses is to Arkansas. I would love that for some reason. Yeah. Like, that would just piss so many people off. If A&M has a near-perfect season, and then Arkansas, of all people, comes along to ruin it. Okay. So I what would, would you give that? Um, I don't think it's likely, but I like it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a four, because I think that's pretty safe. Okay. I like uh, it. Here's one. Will Muschamp is the first coach to get fired in the SEC this year. That's a 10. You think so? Oh, absolutely. If he performs like he did last year, which is 
extremely likely, yeah, he, he gets canned. Okay. Um, this one says the winner of the SEC will come from the East. Mm. It could. Okay. Um, yeah, I give that a nine. Okay. That's fair. Um, here's a hot one. I I think I know what I would give this one. It says no one makes the playoff from the SEC for the first time. Schedule set up for the big boys and the SEC to eat each other up. Wait, okay, what would you give that one? Um, probably a point to one. Yeah, I I can't see them leaving any team from the SEC off unless the SEC just absolutely sucks. I think the only way the SEC doesn't get a team in is if, like, let's say Alabama comes into the SEC championship with one loss and they end up playing, say, Florida, who's 9-3, and three, and then Florida beats them so the sec has three losses for their champ Um, but i think any sec team who wins the conference and has two or less losses i think they're in um so i I really don't see that coming i think you know both division winners will likely have one or less losses or two or less losses um so you know like i said unless like the sec champ is somehow like nine and three or eight and four by chance um otherwise i don't see that happening um i'm gonna give you a couple here that I'm just going to bring up off the top of my head. Um, Lane Kiffin wins more games than um, Will Muschamp. Yes. Okay. I get that a six. Okay. Here's one. Uh, Jimbo Fisher wins more games than Ed Orgeron. Yeah, I give that an eight. Okay. So you think A&M's going to pull it off here? Yeah. I think that LSU is going to have some rebuilding to do. Okay. Um, what about LSU winning the West again? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, what do you think is more likely, a team other than Florida or Georgia winning the East or a team other than Alabama or Auburn winning the West? Um, I would say... I mean, I would say a team other than Alabama or Auburn winning the West. Because, I mean, the East is just, it's like, you've got Georgia, Florida, then there's a huge drop-off. At least okay. the West is more unpredictable. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think it's definitely a lot more top-heavy in the East. Um, and you never know if a team like LSU this year, you know, pops up, whoever that may be, um, you know, whether it's Auburn or A&M, somebody just kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, so, I, I agree with that one. Um, that is going to be it for the hot takes. We may do this again a little bit closer to football season, but I think those were pretty good. Um, we'll try to get some more as we continue on here. Uh, Shay, let's go ahead and flip it over to basketball. Yes. Big time of the year. I think we've got two weeks until the SEC tournament starts. A uh, couple of games last night that just got done. Uh, we'll give some recaps of those. A couple of games going on right now. Uh, South Carolina and Georgia have about three minutes left in their game as we currently record. Um, last night, Shea, on Tuesday night, uh, Kentucky, Auburn, both winning games they should have won. And then Mississippi State beating Alabama in a probably must-win for both teams. Um, we'll get into the bubble talk here in a second. But Alabama's kind of in a place this week. 
I think they can eliminate themselves from the tournament. They had Mississippi State last night, which they lost. And then they have South Carolina, another bubble team, on Saturday. Um, I think if Alabama loses that game, they're pretty much done unless they can win the SEC. Um, whereas I think Mississippi State kind of moves into a little bit better spot uh, with that win over Alabama. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the games last night? Any surprises to you? Anything stand out between those three games there? Not really. Um, I think for Alabama, you know, when John Petty, he's like, you know, their second leading scorer behind Kyra Lewis, when he went down with that elbow injury, that's what did them in. I mean, it's crazy. A team that's so prolific at shooting threes, they have no guard, like no real guard presence or true center. So they have like zero height. Mm-hmm. They're battling injuries all the time. And then, like, their answer to the guard position is on the bench and was refused a transfer waiver or refused, like, eligibility. So, I mean, it wasn't surprising. Um, but, I mean, I the NCAA tournament bubble teams from the SEC, I mean, they're going to be a one-and-done in the tournament, whoever mm-hmm. they place or whoever they play. Um, yeah, but no, I mean the games last night weren't surprising. Kentucky beating Texas A&M, Auburn beating Ole Miss. That wasn't shocking. Yeah, um, I agree. I think you know Auburn. I would say Auburn and Kentucky are probably the only two SEC teams that are for sure book it. They're in the tournament. Um, I would say Florida and LSU are looking really good right now, uh, but they're probably still in a place where if they if they fall apart here in the last two weeks, they could see themselves on the outside um you know i want to say lsu and florida are probably both in at this point but i think there's still you know a chance like you know if auburn and kentucky both lose the rest of their games this year they're still going to be in the tournament um you know they're going to get a much lower seed but um they're both in um alabama mississippi state and south carolina um maybe even throw arkansas in there as teams on the outside looking in right now with the chance um i don't see anybody else um maybe tennessee if they like make a good run um you know if they can say beat you know, Auburn and Kentucky in the SEC tournament. And, you know, um, I, you know, obviously if they win it, they're going to be in, but if they can beat those teams and, you know, maybe losing the championship, Tennessee could be in um, just because they're kind of in that bubble as well, um, which Arkansas and Tennessee play tonight, probably going to have an elimination from the tournament with the loser there. Even if, you know, both teams are probably already eliminated um, LSU, Florida as well. Um, the winner of this game, I would probably say is a lock to make it, um, you know, at this point, whoever ends up winning that one, um, Definitely going to help the seeding. Both of them looking at a probably eight or nine seed at this point, at least according to Joe Lunardi. Um, so getting this win for either team, I think, would help them uh, potentially move up into the six or seven spot if they can, you know, continue to roll, which is a lot better than being an eight or nine seed. Um, you know, kind of doesn't guarantee, but it makes your first round game a little bit easier, potentially making it to the Sweet 16. Um, so that would be a big one to watch tonight at nine o'clock. Um, South Carolina. Uh, one point lead over Georgia here, three minutes left. We'll probably update you as that game ends. Um, they need to win this game. They can't afford any more bad losses. Um, like I said earlier, they have a big game this weekend at Alabama. Um, if they can win both of them, they're probably looking a little bit better. Um, right now, they have Mississippi State. Let me make sure I got this right. Mississippi State, Alabama, and uh, South Carolina are all in the first eight out. Um, so they've got Alabama and South Carolina 
as the next four out. Um, so kind of that five through eight. And then uh, Mississippi State's the first four out. So Mississippi State, a lot closer than Alabama or South Carolina right now. Um, I think if they can win out, and maybe win a conference tournament game or two they're probably in. Um, Alabama and South Carolina, like I said, loser of this weekend's game, may be eliminated um, with the winner you know, potentially moving up a little bit. So that'll be a big one to watch this weekend. Uh, the big, big one this weekend of probably figuring out the number one seed in the SEC tournament is going to be the game in Lexington, Auburn versus Kentucky. Um, probably looking at your top two seeds right now. Um, who knows with Auburn, they kind of struggled so Potentially, you know, Florida or LSU could jump back ahead of them in the tournament. Uh, but Auburn, with the win over Kentucky at the beginning of the month, um, ending the month here in Lexington, Shea, let me get your thoughts. Um, you saw what Auburn did the first time around. I think Kentucky's a lot better team since then. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to say Auburn's a lot better of a team. I think they've been fairly consistent. Um, but I don't know if they've grown the same way Kentucky has, and it's in Rupp, which is always a tough way to win or a tough place to win. What do you think Auburn has to do this weekend to pull um, the upset? Um, I think that they have to – well, first of all, our shooters have to show up. Austin Wiley has to stay out of foul trouble, um, and they can't let Kentucky control them in – the zone, which is what happened the first time, which, I mean, Auburn bounced back from that, but that's only because we got them in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kentucky's so different now than they were the first time Auburn played them. So you're basically scheming for a completely different team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, Isaac Okoro needs to show up, and hopefully he's a lot healthier than he was Um against Ole Miss last night. And we'll see. Shooters have got to show up, though, because, oh, if we shoot terribly, if we are, like, missing layups left and right, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, we'll see if, uh, if Auburn can do better than they did last year in Rupp, um, which they got absolutely oh. destroyed in. Um, I'm sure it'll be a little bit closer than it was last year. I think about 25-point loss or something last year. Um, over 30. That was the last loss Auburn had until the final four, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of the, the spark that they need to get going. Um, you know, it's not going to be a bad loss for either team. I think um, right now, let's go ahead. I'm going to pull up the projected seeds. Um, so they have Auburn and Kentucky right now, both as four seeds. I would imagine Kentucky's probably a little bit higher on the yeah. list. I know they're both four seeds, but Auburn's probably a little bit lower on the four seed line. And then Kentucky's probably a little bit higher. Um, the winner of this game probably looking potentially two or three seed. Um, you know, it's obviously going to come down to the SEC tournament, but at least for now, the winner will probably jump up some. Um, and then Florida at nine, and then LSU at eight. So that's also another one. The winner potentially could jump up into like a six or seven spot. Um, but that's kind of what it's looking like. You know, Mississippi State or South Carolina. Uh, potentially sneaking out of one of those 11 seeds if they can uh, have a little run here. Uh, but probably not looking more than five SEC teams in the tournament. I think last year we had eight, I think seven or eight last year, which was one of the highest the SEC has had in a while. Um, but the level of talent, I think, is just a little bit down this year. Um, so it'll 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 tell here in about two weeks. Um, we'll have a better understanding of where each team's looking. Um Shay, let's go ahead and make some picks for this weekend's games. Um, every single team is in action. Mention a couple of big games, either for getting into the tournament purposes 
or for seeding purposes. Um, we'll start off with the early game of the day, LSU hosting Texas A&M in Baton Rouge. Um, we'll see LSU's kind of stumbled. Um, you know, by the time you're listening to this, you'll know if they beat Florida or not. Um, it'll be a tough game for them tonight in Gainesville. Uh, but LSU's kind of looking for something to get them going again. Do you think they'll have the, you know, enough to get it done against A&M this weekend? Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of surprised. A&M's 14 and 13, um, which I'll have to go back and look at their schedule. But for some reason, I thought they had like seven wins because um, it seems like they haven't won in forever. Um, which maybe they just had an easy non-conference schedule they kind of beat up on. Um, but yeah, I, I think LSU needs this win. Um, you know, they started off really hot in conference play, and then in February it's been kind of cold. Um, maybe as they look into early March, they'll kind of pick it back up. Uh, but I also have LSU in that game. Um, the next one of the day, Ole Miss hosting Vanderbilt. Um, two teams who really started off in January rough, but have kind of turned it around in February here. I don't want to say they're... Um, um, you know, that much improved, but Ole Miss and Vanderbilt kind of showing a little bit more life than they did, say, um, the first couple of weeks of conference play. Um, who, who do you think wins that one in Oxford, Vandy or Ole Miss? Ooh. I wanted to initially say Vanderbilt, but since it's in Ole Miss, I'll go with Ole Miss. Okay. That's fair. I'm, I'm going to pick Vanderbilt for the upset. You know, I think seeing them play the last couple of weeks, um, you know, getting some close losses and a few wins. I think they've got a lot of confidence now. Um, so I'll pick Vanderbilt in the upset there. I think they, um, you know, they're looking for number 10 and I think they'll get it this weekend. Um, after that, we've got Missouri hosting Mississippi state. Um, another probably must win for Mississippi state. They really can't afford a loss to Missouri. Um, do you think Mississippi state can go on the road and pull it off? Or do you think Missouri, uh, with another big upset here? I'm going to go with Missouri. Okay. Any reason in particular? Home court advantage. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to pick Mississippi State. You know, they obviously have a lot more to play for at this point. Um, They need this win. They know they're going to need this win. So I I think Mississippi State will get it done on the road. Um, You know, it'll be tough, but um, we'll go with it. Uh, Florida at Tennessee um, in Knoxville. Tennessee, like I said, one of those teams probably on the outside looking in, but a win against Florida and potentially a couple more big wins in the tournament and they could sneak in, you know, you never know there. Um, do you think Tennessee can pull off the upset or do you think Florida goes on the road and gets a, a quality win there? Oh, I think Florida wins. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn on this one. Florida's been terrible on the road this year. Um, they played Kentucky tight last week, um, but they've pretty much lost. What's that? they steal maybe they'll steal one this week i, I think they will they they've been playing a lot better even though they did lose to kentucky they played well in the game going to rep and losing by i think five or six is what it ended up being that's not a bad loss at all um i think this would be one of the better games of the day florida tennessee you know big rivals there they're always playing each other tight um this is the only time they play this year which is kind of odd due to the new schedule change that you don't play every team in your division twice. Um, so it'll be a big one. A lot of heat. I know in last year's matchup between Florida and Tennessee, um, I think Florida pulled off. I could see this going into overtime, and I could see it being a one-point game. Um, but I think this will be one of the better games of the weekend. Um, next up on the list, um, probably going to be irrelevant in terms of tournament talk, but Arkansas going to Georgia. Um, you know, Arkansas still, I would say, has a slight chance of getting in, uh, but they may need a lot of help. So do you think Arkansas can pull it off or do you think Georgia gets a, a home win there? 
I think Arkansas pulls it off just because Georgia Georgia's bad at home. They're bad on the road. They're just underwhelming. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Georgia here. Um, I think they've looked a little bit better of late. Um, Tom Crean's kind of getting their guys playing well, and Anthony Edwards is still playing. You know, you, you always wonder with guys like him, um, who are sure lottery picks, and they're you know they're not gonna make the tournament. You always wonder, but he seems like he's still playing hard. He's playing well. Um, I think they get a win, you know, at home against Arkansas, and you know potentially get a berth in the NIT this year. Um, South Carolina going to Alabama. It's the night game on the SEC Network, 8:30 Eastern, 7:30. Be uh, central there. Um, big one, probably the most important game of the weekend. I know Auburn, Kentucky is going to be the big one, but both of those teams can afford a loss here. South Carolina, Alabama really can't. Um, who do you think pulls this one off um, in Tuscaloosa? Uh, I'm going to go with South Carolina. Okay. I'm going to go Alabama on this one. I know we've talked a lot about Alabama. Um, they've had so many heartbreaking losses this year, um, you know, starting the conference to play the loss against Florida, um, you know, the one against Auburn, um, you know, they've been so close in so many big games this year and they seem to always just lose it at the end for some reason. Um, I think they finally get one here. They, they're going to need this one. Um, they can't afford two bubble losses in one week. And I think they know that being at home, I think they're probably going to have a really good crowd. Um, and I think they'll, they'll pull it off and take down the Gamecocks. Um, last game of the day, Shay, um, not time-wise, but the big one, we'll talk about it last. Auburn and Kentucky um, afternoon game there in Lexington on CBS. You've got currently the 15th-ranked Tigers against the 8th-ranked Wildcats. I know you gave your keys for um, Auburn earlier. I'll give a couple keys for Kentucky, and then we'll make our picks. Um, you know, looking at the first game, we mentioned how much of a different team this is for Kentucky. I think they're going to have to slow down the pace. Um, I think they let Auburn kind of run a little bit more than they should have in the first game. Being at home, I think it'll help. They'll, they'll be able to control, um, you know, the feel of the building, the hype, the crowd noise. I think they're going to have to slow things down. I think they're going to have to work the inside. Um, they have the advantage, I would say, over Auburn inside here. Um, I think they're going to have to to pound it in. That's kind of what they did last year to beat Auburn. I think they're going to have to go back to that. Um, so I think if they can slow the game down, play their pace, keep Auburn from running up and down the court on them, and you know just pounding it inside, rebounding, controlling the boards there, I think Kentucky's going to win this. Um, you know They've got the home noise. They've got the crowd behind them. Um, I think they will win. Shay, that's my pick. I'm, I've got Kentucky winning this game. Yeah. A close one. Uh, who do you have here? Yeah, I've got Kentucky as well. i got to be practical about it. I mean, they they want to win the SEC regular season. Auburn, you don't know what you're going to get on the road from Auburn. And mm-hmm. unless lightning strikes twice, Auburn's going to have a very hard time beating Kentucky mm-hmm. on the road. I think it would be in their benefit to lose this game, Auburn, because it's hard to beat a team twice, but it's even harder to beat them three times. And I think... Kentucky proved that last year with Auburn. Um, you know, there's a good chance these teams will play again, if not in the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament. Um, you know, probably looking at the SEC championship, if we're being honest here, um, unless, you know, somebody can pull an upset. But, you know, I, I just if I were an Auburn fan, I'd probably want to lose this because beating Kentucky three times is probably not going to happen. And the third time is going to be way more important than this one. Um, Shay, we've got one more segment here. Uh, we're going to talk a little baseball, um, MLB baseball. Not necessarily SEC related, uh, but we'll tie it in here. The Houston Astros 
um, which if you've been living under a rock, um, they're cheaters and people don't like them right now. And as of today, they're, I think, three game, four, three or four games into spring training and they've already had like six guys get hit, um, which seems like it's going to happen a lot. Um, Alex Bregman being one of the main guys, he's a former LSU player. There's your SEC tie-in for anybody who's wondering why we're talking about this. Um, so Shay, let's go ahead and look back at SEC of the past and even current if you want. Um, if you were somebody out there who got to throw a fastball because you don't like them, because whatever reason, maybe they cheated, maybe they're just obnoxious, um, who are a couple players or coaches or even fans if you want to throw them in there who you would want to throw a fastball at um just to wake them up a little bit um i would throw a fastball at kirby smart because his haircut's stupid um i'd also throw a fastball at marshall henderson mm-hmm. because ew classic um, let's see who else I like I I would I would double down on Marshall Henderson. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what Ole Miss fans think of him. If they're like, I don't know if maybe you know if they're like proud of him or if they're like let's forget he even existed. But um, I'm pretty sure every other fan base absolutely hated him. Good player. I mean I'll give him that. But he was a um, to be nice. He was a dick um, yeah. to a lot of fans. Um, so I, I I would give Marshall Henderson a, a nice throw there. Um, maybe Harvey Updike. Yes. I would, I, I, I honestly, like, he's just so, I don't know, he's just so dumb, like, you know, obviously, I, I don't really care, I'm not an Auburn fan, like, it's, it's kind of stupid what he did, and, like, um, you know, luckily it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but just, like, hearing him continue to talk over and over, and, like, he was on fine bomb this past year, yep. he's just so obnoxious, and he just needs to be quiet and go, um, like, sorry, but get out of here, um, I would throw him, um, I'm trying to think of who else there's been in the past, um, is there a fan base who you would, uh, you know, throw that at? Hmm. Barking Georgia fans. Yeah, barking Georgia fans. Um, I'm gonna say Tennessee fans who wear those checkerboard overalls. They're just so obnoxious. Not all Tennessee fans, just like they wear like the checkerboard overalls and like all the dudes are just like they don't have shirts underneath and it's just so Tennessee and so annoying. Um, so I'll throw them in there. Um, maybe good Cash Daniels too for what he did against Florida this year. I think a lot of Florida fans are still kind of upset with that. Um, and I know he apologized and I think it's good. And, um, but you know, he was kind of, he was kind of hated there for a little bit. Um, so I, I think that'll, that'll wrap up my list. Um, uh, we may, we may post on our Twitter and have you guys answer this, see if we can get some other good ones in there. Um, uh, maybe you guys can answer and get some good people who we may have forgotten, uh, but I think that'll wrap up our show here. Shay, any last thoughts or comments before we wrap it up? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we need to get some Bachelor talk in next week. Yeah, we'll do that. Big, big, big show for Auburn. Um, I mean, I don't. we don't officially know what happened in Madison. I mean, like, if you know the spoilers, I think you do. Um, but it seems like Auburn fell short in the Final Four once again. Um who knows? Um, but we'll see. Um, maybe we should. Yeah, we'll, we'll tie the bachelor in sometime next week and figure something creative out. Um, but once again, if you're in Lexington or, or you're from Lexington, hit us up with some cool spots to go. 
some bars to go, restaurants. If you want to buy some tickets to the game this weekend, we need four of them. Um, so hit our DMs up if you want to, you know, send some money our way and buy some basketball tickets. Uh, Shay, I think that's it though. Woohoo! Happy birthday, Shay! Everybody wish Shay happy birthday. Thanks.